0: Hello everyone. Welcome to Giraffes Have Black Tongues. Dave and I cannot are not here. We can't come to the phone right now.
1: We've passed on.
0: Yeah, we're uh
1: we're haunting this, you from this the This actually day.
0: happened in the past, so we're communicating with you from the past. We're going to play you guys one of our favorite episodes. Just our last episode. We talked about uh Mystery Science Theater 3000, which is the worst comic book we've ever read. Before that, for the longest time, Dark Knight Metal was the worst that we've ever read. So we're going to re-listen to that episode. And what else did we talk about there? We, in, this, in this episode, we also talked about Carnage Volume 1. We talked about Defenders Volume 2. Uh, saga Volume 3. And finally, Dark Knight's Ooh, Metal.
1: The Saga one. Okay. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this could you work, used, right? You use the term "favorites" very, 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 very generously there.
0: What do you mean? What did What did I say? <laughs> this, is,
1: this is the one that This is the one that haunted us forever. Oh, I don't know true. that I would call that a favorite.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I guess this has been more. It of left a
1: lasting impression
0: on our lives. Yeah. God damn! I, yeah, we we also recently read. The fucking Joker who, or Batman who laughs, and that was also fucking shit.
1: Yeah, that one was tied into this one. See where it all started with this magical car crash of a comic book.
0: Yeah, I don't really remember Carnage or Defenders, but those were probably okay. Saga, we we did a lot of. I can't remember which Saga this was, but we'll 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 find out.
1: Saga was great. Whichever one it was, it was still awesome.
0: Right. And also we talk about the uh Telltale Batman game in this episode. Are you still playing Telltale Batman we... game?
1: No, I I did beat that. Okay. Not much replay it? value on those games.
0: No, not really. Uh and the Evil Within Two, did you beat that game?
1: Evil Within Two. What is that one? Um
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's in the description though, so
1: I don't remember.
0: Okay, well, it doesn't matter.
1: That one didn't leave much of an impression with me, whatever it was. I guess not. And then I guess this was around the
0: time I was playing Spider-Man, the PS4 game.
1: Ooh, that was a good game.
0: that was a really good game. This was about a year ago then. Yeah, fuck, that game was really good. I should play it again. And uh, also, I, I guess we talk about the Mega Man 11 demo. I never actually bought the game. It just seemed like I didn't want to spend money on it, so... Been on sale countless times since then. Oh yeah, I've not, not oh man. yeah. I just been like, ah, oh, fuck it. I don't want it. It's got to be on sale for like ninety percent off or something Thirty three percent off is not enough for me to buy it.
1: Just wait till Mega Man Twelve drops, then it'll be. Oh, it'll be cheap crazy. as fuck. Gotta, yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Well, all right. I guess uh we'll we'll let you guys have a listen to this older episode, see uh how we've grown, how we've uh, changed and uh see what's better or worse so enjoy everyone here is our episode
1: Alright everyone, welcome once again to another Giraffes Have Black Tongues episode of The Baby Giraffes. I'm your host Dave, and once again I'm joined as always by our co-host Donnie. Donnie, what is up man? Not too much. What's up with you? Oh man, not a ton. <laughs> Alright.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, exciting. Riveting.
1: I know. Yeah. I've been. I, I just finished playing the uh, second telltale batman game the uh enemy within that's been taking up a lot of my time so
0: oh nice i didn't know they came out with another one
1: yeah yeah two of them
0: two episodes or two uh yeah games? yeah two episodes oh okay gotcha i saw that that uh, new walking dead one came out too did you play that
1: i haven't okay so i used to buy every single one of those like as they came out and mm-hmm. then, like, a year later, they would just be the free game of the month every fucking time. And so, finally, I've stopped buying all these Telltale games, and I just wait until they're released in the collection as the, like, free game of the month. Or else I'll just rent them from Gamefly, because I, I have a Gamefly service. So, yeah, I've stopped buying them. I'll wait until it's out on, like, disc, and I just get it from Gamefly or, for free. Well, makes sense. So I haven't I haven't tried it yet, but I, I want to play it, because it's, like, the final Walking Dead series that they're, that they're doing, so... It's going to be good, I
0: assume. I hope so. Uh, Yeah, I saw it's out on Switch, too, which is pretty cool. So I might pick it up eventually here.
1: Oh, how'd you like that uh, Mega Man demo? Did you try that out yet? You were telling me about it?
0: Yeah, I did. I have some thoughts about it. First of all, it is hard as fuck. It took me forever to complete that level. Yeah, maybe I just don't remember how to play Mega Man games or something, but I had a lot of trouble here. man. The uh, you know how when you, you kill a boss you get their power, right?
1: Oh yeah, their suit.
0: Of course. So before it was like just changing colors, but now your buster actually changes too, so it's kinda cool. You have like a new aesthetic to your Mega Man whenever you switch powers. So I like that part.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: They they also do this other thing where they call it a double gear system. So you press like R and time will slow down and you press L. And then you get a uh, power up, so you get like a lot stronger. And I think the reason the level was so hard, now that I thought back uh, about why it was hard, is uh, there is one room where you're trying to jump on blocks real quick on these conveyor belts to like get up. And then I realized after I had you know worked on it for however much time it took me that I can slow down time, so I'm not thinking about this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you figured that out after you like dicked around struggling for yeah. A month.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because i they they also have difficulties, so they have like newcomer and casual and uh another i think like normal or something, so I eventually switch to the newcomer like the easy mode, so when you fall in a hole, they have this uh flying robot guy who just like picks you up and oh jet like just comes out and, like saves you no it's a it's a a little flying drone, it's not rush oh. but he'll, he'll, he'll fly you up a little bit for a short time. So I was just like using that to go up in this room. I was just jumping in the hole to like make the flying guy come and I could get (laughs) just high enough so where I could reach the uh, conveyor belt. (laughs) So that's how I ended up doing it. And then I'm like, Oh, I can just freeze time. (laughs) Whoops.
1: Piece of cake. Yeah.
0: So I struggled, man. That game was really hard.
1: Hmm. I don't think I've ever played any of the Mega Man X's. Oh no. I don't remember any of them. Like I, I always remember the classic Mega Mans from, like, because I'm older, so those were around on, like, regular original NES. When I was a kid.
0: Yeah, I, I always played the Mega Man Xs, but this one is a regular Mega Man. Oh, I thought it was style X-11 game.
1: was the title of it.
0: No, it's just Mega Man 11. No X. Oh, okay. okay. So it's a standard Mega Man game. But yeah, it's fun. You should definitely check it out. I, I, I uh, If you get a chance... I think that it is worth a try.
1: Yeah, I I did check for that. Uh, I did double check for that demo to see if I could find it anywhere because I was going to try it. So we could mm. talk about it, but uh, they only had the pre-order on PlayStation Network. They didn't have a demo anywhere. Oh well. Yeah.
0: I recently got that Mega Man X collection.
1: I do have that. The first volume.
0: Yeah, I I only bought the first one too. Uh, but the levels in those ones, like you can get through those levels in like you know five minutes or something like that.
1: Yeah, if you're ever bored, pull up like the speedruns on YouTube. It's fucking embarrassing how much better they are at that than I am.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, they, I'm pumped if all I make it during, like 8
1: minutes. Yeah, if I get under 10 minutes, on yeah. Psych, I'm like, fuck you, Mega Man. I just destroyed you. And then I watch <laughs> these videos where it's like 42 seconds. I'm like, oh.
0: Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I have seen those before for the first one. The, the problem I have with that first Mega Man game, or Mega Man X game, Is uh, the sigma levels? Those kick my ass every time.
1: Yeah, he's he's quite difficult. Yeah.
0: Oh, and in that in that new Mega Man X collection, they have a uh, rookie mode. So I've been using that.
1: Thank God. So I don't have to.
0: I know. (laughs) Makes it so much easier. (laughs) Uh, I'm not interested
1: in like building my skill. I just want to like get through it and just be done with it.
0: It, it. Me too. I I don't need to. I don't want to practice, you know? <laughs> it's a game. It feels like work if I have to practice. Yeah, yeah. I just want to have
1: yeah. whatever fun I can get out of it and just be done. Right. I've started playing that Evil Within 2 as well.
0: Evil Within 2. Okay, okay. Art I know 2? that one. Yeah, I, I never played yeah. the
1: original, but that one's kind of fun. You better check it out or know anything about it.
0: I've heard about it, and it looks it looked interesting, but I never played it. Maybe I'll try it. Oh, Spider-Man came out. Yeah, have have did you get that? I did. I I picked it up yesterday. Uh, I only played it for about uh, less than an hour last night. I didn't get too far in. How is it? It's cool. The first thing you do in that game, they immediately just have you swinging. Like, that's the very first thing you do. Like, Spider-Man jumps out the window and you have to start swinging. It's fucking good.
1: That's the way every Spider-Man game should start, I feel. Like, we, we know who Spider-Man is, we know what's going on, just, let me just web-swing.
0: Well, yeah, they just jumped right into it. They they do no origin story or anything like that. He already knows what's up. He hears on the police scanner something about the kingpin, and he's like, oh, shit, and he jumps out the window, and, like, that's how the game starts.
1: I've been, uh, thoroughly disappointed in, like, the past three, three or four Spider-Man games that I've played, and granted, oh, sure. two of those were based on those god-awful... Andrew Garfield's shit movies that they did so to be fair that's a big part of why but yeah, yeah. I was so hesitant I'm, I'm not going to buy this one until I can like rent it first and just check it out it's because I have no faith in Spider-Man games anymore.
0: Yeah this one so far so good but again I only played the first mission and just you know barely started the second one so I'll, uh, I'll have more opinions on that later but I like it so far.
1: That's good at least.
0: Alright anyway Welcome to video game chat.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. I also read some comic books.
1: How about you? Oh, I, I actually did as well. All right. Good. <laughs> that's Let's talk about that now. Yeah. All right. Transitions.
0: Yeah. Transitions. There we go. Okay. So I think that the Dark Knight's metal thing is going to be a big topic of conversation. I think it'll be <laughs> good to talk about it either first or last. What do you think?
1: It's your call. I mean, we were just talking Spider Man. That could be the perfect segue into Carnage or even Defenders. But, I, I mean, we can go Dark Knights first if you want.
0: Well, actually, yeah, let's save it for last. Let's go into Carnage. Okay. Carnage is an enemy of Spider Man, as you may know. We read a book yes. about him Transitions.
1: There we go. We're learning. <laughs> there you go. It only took us a year and a half of doing this, I know. but we're finally learning how to make transitions work. I think we're doing Hooray. all right. <laughs> Alright, so it was Carnage Volume One, the One That Got Away. And I I intended to do some research online and just double check like the timeline of this compared to the Venomverse stuff that we read last time. Because during this one you realize Eddie Brock is now somehow toxin. He's no longer venom. Like he, he lost the Venom to- or the Venom symbiote and he somehow instead got Toxin, who Toxin is one of the off seeds of Carnage, so Venom is like Carnage's symbiote father, and then Toxin is like his grandchild symbiote in this yeah. weird shitty alien space uh, family tree. So I have no idea where the hell Eddie Brock ended up losing Venom and getting Toxin from. I wanted to like, double-check the timeline just to see like how far off this is from that whole Venom verse when we were reading all about Eddie Brock getting back with Venom. That that really confused me right out the gate. Oh, it was Venomverse was about
0: Eddie Brock getting back with Venom? I thought he was just it, with it was Venom. a tie-in
1: to the first. I don't think we did it for this episode, but or for one of these uh-huh. episodes. But I did read it. Like it was a tie-in to like launch the new Venom story, and okay. I, I think it's called like Venom Volume One: Homecoming or something like that, mm-hmm. playing off the Spider-Man movie. But I did read that one at some point in time, and I remember like that entire storyline was Eddie Brock was uh, detained by whatever the government agent is that he's working for here and Mm -hmm. at the end and there's like a new guy who gets the venom symbiote and they call in eddie brock to get that guy stopped because he's just going on killing everyone so they have to take him down get the venom symbiote off of him at the very end eddie brock steals the venom symbiote from the uh cops or whatever the fuck they are and he gets reattached with it and he's like all right i'm back baby and that's like the closing. Handle is him saying that in the Venom symbiote as he's killing someone, and it's like, Oh, shit, hmm. look out, he's back as Venom now, it's gonna be awesome. And so, like, to go from that to this, because I assume they both launched around the same time, but because of the how different the whole Eddie Brock factor is, I'm really thinking maybe this one is way down the line.
0: Yeah, that is strange. I don't know what the timeline is either. Um, I did like that, uh, Eddie Brock was saying things like, Oh, I guess I, I guess I'm a I'm a grandfather and a grandchild to this carnage. He keeps like bringing that up. It's like Back to the Future or something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or no, no, it's a Futurama episode where uh, Fry spends oh, time and has sex with his grandma.
0: That's what it was. Yeah. So he's like Fry. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. I I thought uh, Toxin was a yellow guy though. Was there a yellow
1: symbiote? Do you remember? Um, Scream is the female one that's like red and yellow. Okay. One, I think it is Toxin that's like the uh, yellowish one or the greenish one. I don't know because with that new movie they're putting out with the uh, five uh, Carnage offsprings and they're all kind of like grayish looking, it's, it's hard to tell like, in what yeah. continuity, what one is what color and stuff sometimes. Okay. But yeah, I, I was always under the impression that he, he was the yellow one.
0: Okay, so you too. I, I was surprised when he looked like a... Uh, he just kind of looked like Spider-Man. Yeah, he looked like an
1: awesome Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was cool, but I expected a yellow guy.
1: That that might have been my favorite part of the uh, book. Honestly, it was just an awesome-looking toxin symbiote suit.
0: Yeah, it was definitely cool. But yeah, anyway, in this book, as far as the story goes, Venom finds out about this uh, Manny woman who's uh, in the army that he didn't kill. Carnage. Sorry, Carnage finds out about that. So, the army is trying to lure Carnage to this mine for some reason, and they're going to subdue him with those sound guns, okay? I think it's a really shitty idea to fire sound guns at some old mine. Because it collapsed, obviously, because you're firing sound guns to some yeah. rickety old mine shaft. Like, well, I mean, they- the
1: initial plan was they were going to get him like, right outside of it before any of them fell into the mine shaft. But they messed up and he killed too many of the soldiers that were stationed like on guard outside. And so okay. because of that, they like totally fucked up their whole plan. And they had to chase they chased Carnage down into the mine shaft just because that's where he went. And they couldn't let him escape because he was going hmm. on a murder spree. Yeah, he's Carnage. Uh, yeah. But so then they're down in there shooting those fucking mine ca- or sound cannons and just collapsing the mine all over themselves.
0: Um, okay, but I don't know why they're at the mine in the first place.
1: That's where that manny girl worked there at, as the security guard. Oh, so so that guy you remember the uh, the owner of the mine shaft was like a shady dude who was involved with that cult of Carnage or whatever it's called. Barry Gleason. He had his ulterior motives to like bring them there to solely like get the uh, Carnage God existing or whatever they do, but um. Mm-hmm. He volunteered their site because it was secluded, so there wouldn't be any civilians for Carnage to murder. And they were all thinking, like, that would be a good idea. And because they wanted it to seem like they weren't on duty knowing Carnage was coming for Manny, they wanted it to seem like Manny was just there doing a regular day's work when Carnage showed up and just happened to have, like, the army there with these super guns to stop him, I think.
0: All right, I guess. <laughs> That's The one thing I can't remember,
1: I, I don't know maybe you took better notes than me because I didn't really take good ones on this one. But, uh, when Cletus Cassidy is at the diner and he Mm -hmm. first sees the news report about Manuela, they keep referring to him, not as Cletus Cassidy, but as something a a wrong, incorrect name. What was that?
0: Clavon Cassidy.
1: (laughs) I love that because he's a psychopathic uh, murderer. The only thing that pisses him off is that they're fucking up his name and not giving him like the, uh, fame and notoriety that he craves. So that's what, Oh yeah. That's what kicks him into like, oh, I'll just go kill her now so they have to say my name again.
0: Well yeah, I mean, would you would you go on a murder spree if they were saying something like Dan Stewart killed all these people? And you're like,
1: fuck that. And kill a bunch more. <laughs> I'd kill every Dan Stewart alive then just to spite them. <laughs> <I> <laughs> or unless unless I was doing it like not wanting to get caught, then I'd maybe not do that. I'd be like, Yeah, fuck that Dan Stewart guy. That guy's a jerk. Like well, I think
0: it's because of the, the sociopath thing, right?
1: Well, Yeah, but he's got a symbiote to like cover for him. That's true. A symbiote
0: is something that I sadly don't have.
1: Yeah, I'm lacking
0: one. Yeah, which sucks. Anyway, the other character in this book is uh, John Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, who the happens man-wolf. to be a
1: space werewolf? Manwolf? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't know about this werewolf thing. Or manwolf, sorry. Did you know about this?
1: No, like I know Marvel has like the Monster line, and I I know Werewolf by Night, which is Jack Russell. I love him because he's like in a bunch of early Moon Knight stuff because they were arch enemies for the longest time. But yeah, I'm totally unaware of Man Wolf.
0: Yeah, he when he turned into a werewolf, I'm just like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, wait, what a weird secret weapon.
0: That was out of nowhere. I thought, but the the name Man Wolf reminded me of It's Always Sunny when uh. Frank dresses up as Man Spider for Halloween.
1: Uh, I so you were going to say. I kept thinking Wolf about Cola. that.
0: Oh, yeah. And Wolf Cola. Whoa, another connection.
1: Oh, man. I wish Man Spider was in here. Me too. I'm just uh, trying to pull up his uh, character storyline on Wikipedia right now to see how old Man Wolf is, how long Man Wolf has been around for. Because, yeah, I'd, I'd never even heard of it as a character.
0: No, it seems stupid. But
1: because he has a jewel or something? It's some kind of space jewel in his chest that makes him a space werewolf. It's not even a regular, like, classic werewolf. Oh, he's been a man-wolf since 1974. Jesus Christ, really? (laughs) He's clearly one of their most popular uh, monster characters. Yeah, what the fuck?
0: Also, I wrote in my notes, Lost reference. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I don't know why I didn't write it down.
1: He, He flat out said, like... What do you think we're on, Lost or something? No, I, I don't remember what it was. I didn't write it down either, but yeah. Like he yeah. name-dropped Lost. I, I think that was Eddie Brock, wasn't it?
0: It was Eddie Brock, but I can't remember what he said. <laughs> Whoops, poor notes. Uh, I thought I would remember, I guess not. Oh, I think Venom made a... Uh, or, it's not Venom, fuck. I think Carnage made a furry joke at one point, too, so that made me laugh. <laughs>
1: about, the, about Man-Wolf?
0: Yeah, he was calling him a furry. So I was amused by that. And I kind of thought the middle of this book, I was not paying attention at all. Like, it it was very kind of boring, I thought, in the middle. Yeah, yeah, it was in no way
1: at all captivating. Like, they're just fighting inside of a mineshaft tunnel. Carnage is murdering everyone, and then randomly there's a temple of a Carnage cult.
0: Yeah, that's the next thing I want to talk about was this Carnage cult.
1: So it wasn't it wasn't solely for Carnage, it was like I guess it was supposed to be for the symbiote, but they tried sacrificing Carnage and it messed up. And Carnage infected all the uh, cult members and they just became more Carnage offsprings.
0: Yeah, so you got like this big power up and shit from doing that as well. Uh yeah, I guess.
1: Yeah. For this being like the first actual Carnage story thing I've ever read, I was mm-hmm. insanely underwhelmed and <laughs> I'm impressed. Like, I, I was not enjoying this one whatsoever.
0: Yeah, it, it, was, it did get kind of boring. I think Carnage just works better as the antagonist for Spider-Man. I really like Carnage and these types of things, but in this one where they're like, oh, the prophecy. Carnage is in the prophecy, so you need to do this and that and sacrifice yourself. I was like, well, why is he in a fucking prophecy? Who the fuck would know about this alien? Yeah, and
1: I mean, why did it have to be the Carnage? Symbiote? It could have been any of them. Yeah. Exactly. Toxin symbiote.
0: Yeah. Why does it matter? They're all kind of the same thing, aren't they? Pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, I guess I just don't like when I I don't like the whole prophecy storyline in uh, in general. Same problem as in the Dark Knight's metal (laughs) foreshadowing. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) we'll get into that one later, though. But yeah, this one, yeah, underwhelming. That's uh, that's about it. I think that's all I have about it. Do anything else? It wasn't
1: great. I I don't think I'm going to be uh, carrying on with uh, future solo Carnage books. And at least not this series. Yeah, this one, it's,
0: it's, there's just not much going on, I guess. And Manwolf showed up. I, I can't wait for that stupid. solo
1: Manwolf series, though. I'm, I'm a thousand percent into that.
0: What did, what did you say? 1970?
1: 1974.
0: 1974. His first
1: appearance as Manwolf, it's a... I knew he was a space uh, astronaut because he's the one who, like, in that briefly lived Spider Amazing Spider Man series that was on like MTV. Mm-hmm. Like that was, yeah. he was the spaceman who went into space and like Spider Man hopped onto his aircraft, and that's how he got transported into that alternate dimension world or whatever. Oh,
0: that Secret War thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had no idea that somewhere along the, at some point in time, he found a special magic space rock. That gave him space werewolf powers. <laughs> like that was that was crazy. So stupid. Yeah, i'll I'll stick to I'll stick to Werewolf by Night, thank you.
0: Yeah, actually, that's another thing. How does he transform? Is it just like the Hulk when he gets angry?
1: I don't know because he has no memory or le- recollection when he does transform. So it, it was when Carnage was like in the process of killing him in his man form. So maybe it okay. is sort of like a, a Hulk Hulk up type.
0: Yeah, I guess it must be. Because they were
1: underground, so I guess it wouldn't have mattered if it was, like, full moon or not. Because they never mentioned anything about the moon, so that clearly didn't matter. Because as long as he has that space rock thing.
0: Yeah, the space rock will just change him, I guess, if he's uh, in distress or whatever. Cool. Very cool. Alright, anyway. Uh, Yeah, I say you don't need to read this one. Yeah, you're
1: pretty good skipping that one. Maybe read up on Manwolf, though, and his space rocks. Yeah. He hasn't had a solo book yet? I have no idea. I didn't read that. I'm saying I'm hoping this launches okay. a new Man-Wolf series.
0: Alright, yeah. Hopefully he gets a spinoff. Yeah.
1: Good for you, Man-Wolf.
0: Alright. Do you want to move on to Defenders? Sure. Alright, so let's talk about Defenders next.
1: Volume 2.
0: Yeah, right. Volume 2, Kingpin of new- Kingpins of New York. So, what'd you think about this one?
1: I actually did enjoy this one. Quite a bit.
0: It was it was much better than Carnage,
1: for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, especially compared to that, yeah. Oh, yeah. The series was announced, it was right around the time of a Defenders' Netflix series, I think, because it is focusing on that iteration of the team. It's Luke, mm-hmm. Fist, Jessica, and Daredevil, and it's written by Brian Michael Bendis. It's the last thing he writes for Marvel, Marvel before he went over to DC to start doing the Superman stories. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was... A, I thought it was really solid. Tons and tons of cameos. Like That was my one note, just so many fucking cameos. I did like that. I love, I love a good cameo. So.
0: Oh, sure. And I thought it was uh, cool to see some of those cameos in the, with the Defenders. Because I watched that show, of course. I watched all those shows except uh, Iron Fist. But um, watching those shows, you don't really get those cameos. So it was kind of cool to see other Marvel characters in those uh, environments. Like, with the Defenders, I thought it was cool.
1: Yeah, and especially, like, because a lot of these cameos in this were the comic book versions of the characters that are all throughout the shows as well. Like, they actually had Hellcat, who is the uh, girlfriend of Jessica Jones. Um, What's her name? Patsy Walker, or Tricia Walker on that show. I don't remember which one they use her. The blonde girl, the Australian lady. Right. So she's actually Hellcat in the comic book. So, like, Hellcat, the actual Hellcat character shows up. It was a nice little tie-in.
0: What did the Hellcat character do? I'm didn't. i I'm not familiar with Hellcat, so I don't know which one this She's is. like
1: She's like in a yellow costume with just a black mask that happens to have cat ears on it and claw gloves. Oh, is she fighting them? Yeah, yeah, when they called in all the reinforcements at the end there. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then, uh, I mean, Misty Knight and Colleen Wing, everyone knows from the shows. They're right. Pretty sim- they're pretty close to their actual counterparts.
0: Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to ask you about those two. Actually, they have their own team.
1: I forget the daughters of the dragon. Is that what they're called? I forget what it's called. Something it of the dragon. something.
0: Something of the dragon. Yeah, but yeah. What, what's the deal with well, that, that team?
1: That's that's Colleen's nickname. But uh, then when she and Misty Knight started teaming up, doing like female versions of the heroes for hire, where it's just like the two girls. That's what they call mm-hmm. them, the daughters of the dragon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and like I liked all the bad guys as well that showed up too. You had. Uh, Hammerhead, who in the most recent storylines, he's he had his own gang. He used to be a part of the Magia mob family, and then he took over leadership, and he was their leader. And then Black Cat just randomly showed up, and she uh, beat up his entire army, and she's like, "I'm your leader now. You answer to me." I think that was in the Miles Morales Spider-Man book that we read when that first happened. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember them. It? Okay, yeah, because I remember I was like, "Oh, this is where it finally happened." Okay. But uh, yeah, so so he's like her, her muscle, her underboss, and uh, he gets killed, and uh, the Hood, uh, I've really never read anything about the Hood, I just know he's like a mystic, arcane arts type of uh, villain guy, He somehow cool. implanted a little diamond to like bring him back to life and make him his underboss. Right. So like every mob family is there, and all the cameos from all of those characters, I didn't know most of those were, but uh, I knew the good guys at the end, though.
0: I kept wanting to call the, the hood Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> I th- he's dressed like Little Red Riding Hood for some reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. It's just a little red hood. Yeah. <laughs> he has magic guns.
0: Yeah, the, his magic stuff was pretty cool. But um, when he first showed up, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I thought the kingpin was going to murder the shit out of him. But he didn't do shit.
1: Yeah, because he's left that life behind.
0: Is that what's it? What's the kingpin's deal? I, did you read volume one? Yeah, I did. So, what's what's the kingpin's deal? So, he was
1: trying to run for mayor of New York, so he, he was swearing to everyone that he had left the uh kingpinning behind him. But I think at this one, we find out he's been back, bankrolling uh Diamondback the entire time to try and get him to take out the defenders.
0: Okay, okay, that makes more sense then. So, that's why he's hiding the whole Diamondback thing, yeah. I like seeing the comic book version of Diamondback, by the way. That was the first time I'd seen him in a comic. I've only ever seen him on that uh, Luke Cage show.
1: That version of him was solely made for the Luke Cage show. That's not the regular Diamondback from the comics. So this Uh-oh. was like the first appearance of that version of him. It like Normally there's, there's a Serpent Society, which are half snake, half people. And there's a Diamondback <laughs> in that crew, which clearly okay. they were not trying to make for that Netflix series. And then there was this other guy who used the name Diamondback who maybe appears in like two books in like the 60s or 70s and like he was completely forgotten about all throughout time. I think he had like magic jumping powers. He was like Bad Rock, he just jumped really high. So, so it's <laughs> nothing at all like either of those characters. So this was like a brand new one they made solely for that show. Okay.
0: Well, those, those characters you described are too funny. You can't really put them in a show. No Snake people. Hey, hey, they used
1: Bad, <laughs> rock. They used bad rock in the uh, Captain America movie. Really? Yeah, yeah, he was played by George St. Pierre, the uh, UFC fighter. I don't think he showcased his awesome jumping skills that I remember. Oh. He, he gets immediately taken out on that boat when it opens up, and then like they never mention him again.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't remember him <laughs> at all. Yeah, clearly. He should have jumped off the boat.
1: I know, he could've hopped up saved himself. I don't know. <laughs> jumping power. I don't know where he would jump to, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well it's he has magic jumping powers, so I think he can just jump into
1: He could just no no, he could just jump really high. That's that's all it is. That's it.
0: What, he can't like jump back in time or
1: something? No, no, no. He's a French <laughs> okay. bank robber. And uh he, he could uh-huh. just jump really high to like get onto the rooftop of uh banks and then he somehow Breaks in from the top. <laughs> like, okay.
0: Like, I See, don't he's know, too he's, funny. He's
1: not a great character. He, yeah, these characters are too funny. But he's made more uh, movie appearances than, you know, like Kingpin has. So there. So he's clearly the superior option. He's made more
0: appearances than Kingpin? That's not true, is yeah. it?
1: Yeah, Kingpin's not in any of those movies, in their movie franchise. He's in that shitty Daredevil one from like 2002, but that doesn't count as on the MCU. Michael
0: Clark Duncan. That was, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a great Kingpin. That guy. Yeah, he,
1: that guy was awesome.
0: That was definitely the strongest part of that movie. The rest was shit, but Michael Clark Duncan was pretty cool.
1: I mean, they also played House of Pain when uh, Bullseye first appeared, so that was pretty awesome too. <laughs> yeah,
0: Kingpin does appear in the MCU though. He's in the Daredevil show. That's, that's part, not of, part the of the same universe.
1: That's that's yep. a TV yeah yeah series.
0: No, it's part of the same universe though.
1: They've never once used any of those characters in their shitty movies.
0: Yeah, but they're constantly talking about the events of the movies.
1: Oh, no, that was just on that god-awful tie-in show, The uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is also in the same universe. Until they use the TV show, the Netflix show characters in their awful movies, I don't count them as the same thing. Like, uh, you have to have someone, have one of those shitty, like, background S.H.I.E.L.D. agents just, like, randomly show up in, like, Hell's Kitchen on the Daredevil show, and I'll be like, oh, okay, they're the same. <laughs> okay. Until that happens. All right. But, yeah, if you look online, it is. I know it's supposed to be, but Marvel could go fuck yeah. itself. I will not give them that until they prove me otherwise. Fuck them. Don't get that luxury. Because their Netflix shows are actually good. The movies are god-awful. So I will not lump them into the same shitfire that those movies are. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, by the yeah. way, that Daredevil yeah. season two just came out. You need to start watching that. The first, I'm um, Four episodes in, four episodes alone have already just blown that shitty, awful, mistake, oh. abortion of the first season out of the water.
0: You mean you you mean Iron showrunner? Fist?
1: You Iron mean Fist. Iron Fist, not the uh, Daredevil.
0: It? You said Daredevil. Oh, oh fuck Daredevil. <laughs> you got me excited, <laughs> you motherfucker, that Daredevil came out.
1: Oh, they announced season three, though.
0: I did see that, so I'm, ex- I'm looking forward to that one. But, yeah,
1: Iron Fist season two is fucking awesome so far. Four episodes in. You have Typhoid Mary as the main villain. Sometimes she goes by Bloody Mary. She's actually a mutant. So I don't know how hmm. they're going to explain that part. Maybe Probably they can similar. bring the X-Men she's grown, out there. In, she's grown in a lab like the uh, Maximoff twins by the Nazis. Okay. Isn't that how they explain that one in the Avengers movie? For, for who? For uh, Quicksilver and uh, Scarlet Witch. They're Uh-oh. mutants. But they can't use the word mutants because Fox owned it.
0: Yeah, they have to call them special.
1: Yeah, so she's just a special character. <laughs> but, but she's like a, a master assassin. Okay. She has multiple personalities, and she's fucking badass. Oh. They were totally okay. around with the idea of bringing in Moon Knight as well, as like a random one-off cameo appearance. But they didn't do that, so the showrunners is hoping to do that for season three. But okay. that'd be awesome. Moon Knight's one of the best characters they have.
0: Yeah, put him in there. I'd be, I'm would be. i interested. Start so watching it. So what what things specifically are better about that show in the second season? So the villain. What so, else? Though.
1: All right. So in season one, they did actually have the Proud of Nine spiders make an appearance, which was fucking awesome. That was the highlight of that entire first season because it's following uh-huh. like the immortal Iron Fist storyline. And I had just read that right around the time that that season came out. Right now, I just stopped right before we started recording this. Lord Davos. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he does it. It's it's a stupid way that they have him do it, but he's finally becoming the uh, steel the steel serpent. That's his. Uh, he's one of the nine gods of the uh, outer realms, and, and Steel Serpent is his version. Mm-hmm. And he's finally like become that, but they're making it in a way where it sort of seems like he stole the Iron Fist powers from Danny Rand. I don't know because they had some like weird. They had like three girls come and they cut and drew blood from Danny Rand. He had to get a previous Iron Fist corpse mailed to him, and they cut out the Iron Fist tattoo and they burned it all together. And then Davos drinks it, and he, become, he gets the Iron Fist powers. Well, that's okay. fucking dumb as shit, but yeah, he's, the finally become the, he's finally become the Steel Serpent. That's the key point. He's finally okay. the equal as a villain to Iron Fist.
0: So if I want to be a Steel Serpent, I have to make three girls come and drink their blood?
1: They just have to ground up some kind of powder for you, and you drink that. And okay. that's the blood of an Iron Fist. And you also have to burn the tattoo off the corpse of a previous Iron Fist. Oh, jeez. It's a lot of rules. You probably have to have Liu Kang, the the Thunderer, as your father as well. Also, the best part about this show is Hoon Lee from Banshee, who played Job on that show, he's fucking in this one as the Thunderer, Uh and he's also in season two of Outcast, so that guy's killing it in the comic book live action TV show game, if that's a thing. Good job, Boon a Good job, Hoon Lee.
0: He's He's a real live hero now. Okay. Or well, villain? No, he's a villain in
1: both. But well, no, no, he's a hero. He's a hero on Iron Fist. Okay. Though so they haven't implied that he's the Thunderer yet, so I don't know if he'll actually ever become that version. Yeah,
0: I guess we'll find out. Time will tell. Yeah. Anyway, going back to the comic though, I wanted to talk about. Uh, I think there was too much Deadpool in the comic. What did you think about that?
1: Yeah, I hate
0: I hate Deadpool so.
1: I wasn't, yeah. That was the one cameo I wasn't thrilled about.
0: Yeah, it's just always a little much, I think. Though I do like the movies.
1: Yeah, those, those are fine. It's just, and I think I've said this before, anytime mm-hmm. you get a collected, volu- collected edition of Marvel books, they always have to fucking push and put Deadpool alternate variants in like the end when you're reading through the end of the book, just checking out the o- other artwork ideas and mm-hmm. stuff that so they always include in those. There's always yeah. a god-awful... Deadpool variant with Deadpool featured in it, which is just unnecessary. No one's reading Deadpool, or if they are, they're reading Deadpool specifically for Deadpool, not reading Defenders to see Deadpool.
0: (laughs) Also, Jessica Jones calls in Deadpool uh, as a favor because he uh, he owed her. Why? Do you know why? No, I I have no idea what that was about. All right, never mind then. But yeah, Deadpool just fucks around and... Fucks up the plan by kicking Punisher's ass, right?
1: Yeah, I did. I did kind of like when he uh, just randomly showed up like right in Frank Castle's uh, line of fire out of nowhere, though.
0: Yeah, it was it was kind of a good back and forth there, I thought. But um, yeah, Deadpool is too much talking like that, introducing the uh, issue. You know, he has like three or four pages of him like saying what happened last time and what's going to happen yep. this time. That was a little. That was a bit much. Oh, and also, I like the Electra versus Iron Fist fight. I thought that was pretty cool in this book, too.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the other one that was finally, like, you see her as her character is Elektra.
0: Yeah, they had, like, a four- or five-page, like, fight together, which was pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, two of them were pretty solid. Uh,
0: and also, Iron Fist, speaking of Iron Fist, his uh, costume is more like the classic costume. So I thought that was
1: awesome. The do tease both the uh, New Avengers costume, which is the white, Gold because they both yeah. wear that in like one little like fight to see who could uh, become challenge for the iron fist, and then uh-huh. when Davos first becomes the seal serpent, he's just wearing like a green and yellow costume, sort of like falling back to the actual iron fist costume. So, those are nice times that the show does too.
0: Okay, nice, yeah, all right, and then uh, last thing about this book I want to talk about is um, the last part so the hood. He's taking over as the kingpin, and taking a bunch of other supervillains who... I didn't recognize any of those supervillains that he was talking to, did you? No, not really. Yeah, so I don't know if they are just made up for the story or what. They all kind of look goofy, though. But anyway, he's uh, you know trying to make a kingpin network, with him being the big boss of the other villains who are supposed to be kingpins in different regions of the world. So... Finally, the defenders call him and they're like, hey, you asshole, we know what you're doing and uh, we're going to stop you or whatever. And he's like, oh, well, I have I I outnumber you and stuff. So the last panel, I I forget what she says, but there's a the last panel is just the defenders with a bunch of other superheroes. All right. So I've I've written down the superheroes that I recognized and uh, I have questions about the ones that I don't. Okay. Okay. So, in that panel, there was Moon Knight, Blade, Spider Man, Miles Morales, Spider Man, and Peter Parker, Spider Man, Storm, Old Man Logan, Black Panther, Howard the Duck, Deadpool, uh, Hawkeye, the. What's the name of the girl Hawkeye? Kate Bishop, Hawkeye. Um, Doctor Strange, Misty, Colleen. I think Cable was in there. And uh, those were the ones I know. So the other ones I don't know, there was a nurse. Who the fuck is that nurse?
1: That was the, uh, the Rosario Dawson in all these. The uh, night, what's she, what's she called? The night shift nurse? <laughs> what's, what does she do? She's just healing? She's, she's not a superhero at all. She's basically that character Uh-oh. from the show. She just heals them all off, all, all the New York-based characters. So it's
0: just a nurse? Yeah. I don't know why they brought her for the fight. <laughs> why? Yeah, how'd she get up there on the roof?
1: Just to tie it into the show, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck.
0: Why she got to wear the whole nurse gear though? I don't know. I don't she's clearly that. off.
1: She's clearly off her
0: shift. <laughs> yeah, don't think. Don't she change yeah. after work? That's I disgusting. Ew! You're gonna yeah, wear those uh, nasty gonna, ass clothes. You're
1: gonna get the entire heroes like sick as shit from all the disease you're bringing with you, and then the yeah. good network is just gonna win like it's nothing. <laughs> oh my god! All right, anyway. we planning. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the
0: other one looked like a Valkyrie.
1: Yeah, yeah, Valkyrie was one of them. I do remember that.
0: Her name's Valkyrie?
1: Her name's Broom, Hilda, but she is the Valkyrie, and they call her Valkyrie. She's the girl oh, from wow. the Thor 2 movie, or Thor 3.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I, I guess I'm pretty good at guessing these uh, names, then.
1: It's because she, most of these ones that they have have tie-ins, and they're like... Long-running defenders characters throughout the series of comics. Hmm. Like she's she's a big part of them. And Strange is there because he's one of the originals. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, The other one I don't know is a gargoyle. There's a gargoyle-looking guy. Yeah, he looks like a gargoyle. Um, He's like a big winged demon.
1: Like there's a there's a villain called the Gray Gargoyle, but he wouldn't be there with the heroes.
0: Well, he does look like a villain. He doesn't look friendly,
1: but he was but if there. He's, if he's there for the last fight with like the hero team, though, yeah, I don't think it would be him.
0: Okay, well, I don't know who he is. Uh, the other one was a ninja Deadpool. <laughs> Do you know who the ninja Deadpool was?
1: Did it have like a long ponytail? Was it just Lady Deadpool? I couldn't tell. I don't. I don't
0: know if it was actually a Deadpool. It was wearing a similar style mask, but dressed like a ninja.
1: It, it could have been Ronin, but if it was dressed like. Deadpool. I don't think that's running. That's not really his costume. Hmm. Oh, there is a character. There is a character just called Gargoyle. He's a good guy. Who's supposed to be their version of Etrigan, Etrigan the Demon, I guess.
0: Oh, really? Did you look
1: that yeah. up? I'm looking at it right now.
0: So its name is Gargoyle. Man, I'm fucking good at yeah. these names. Fuck. Okay. Well, my last one that I, the last character on there, um, I probably also guessed the name right. Skinny hip hop girl. Who is that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, That is the most famous of all Marvel comic characters, Skinny Hip-Hop Girl.
0: That's probably the right name, right?
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure you nailed it. Congratulations.
0: Nice. But yeah, I didn't know who that was. She wasn't showing any apparent powers or anything. She was just sort of squatting down and like like she's on a hip-hop album cover or something like that. Hmm. So I don't know who that is. Maybe it is just a rapper. She's just there to encourage them.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. She's just hyping him up for this big battle that's coming.
0: It's like the hype, hype man or hype woman. <laughs> <laughs> Get him!
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, son.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I hope that's all it was. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to pull this up to find this last page just so I can see who you're talking about. All right. <laughs> I love that uh, description, though. <laughs> it's a good one. Of all those characters, though, the only two that Endus created are Jessica Jones and mm-hmm. Miles Morales, at least as far as I know. Because, like, he also created magic as power or as the mutant powered magic. Being okay, created, Ileana as mutant. So, I don't think it was like I, I was expecting more of just a send off of like every character he made since this was like his farewell episode or issue. That was a little surprising.
0: Yeah, I guess so. That would make sense. If he just put all of his characters in there.
1: Alright, so, th- so the black costume, that is Ronin next to Cable.
0: Oh, okay. So, there we go. That is,
1: that is Gargoyle. It's Valkyrie. All right. What hip-hop girl? Oh, that's Danny Moonstone. She's uh, one of the new X-Men. She, oh, okay. she lost her powers on End Day. But then Valkyrie, because she was teaming up with Valkyrie, and she made some like, super heroic sacrifice, Valkyrie uh-huh. gave her the powers of a Valkyrie, so she's now a Valkyrie. I don't know what oh. her new nickname is, but she does have a new nickname. I remember.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I guess that's all of them then. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's where it ends. No big fight. It's just kind of implied. But I would recommend it. I thought it was. I thought it was a good read. I enjoyed. Yeah, they,
1: it. Yeah, they were they solid little an issue uh, run there. It was a yeah. pretty nice send off for of Bendis too. I thought.
0: Right. Yeah. One more thing. There was a uh, there was a guy in the police station, and. He said he just like looks directly at the camera, or well, not you know what I mean. Um, and he says, "A seventeen-year running gag is not easy to pull off." Do you know what that means?
1: I would have to reread that part. I assume it's something that Bendis or else the artist did way, way back then.
0: Maybe I, it was just some guy being carried off in handcuffs by police, and he just like turns and looks like you know breaks the fourth wall and says this. While uh, Jessica Jones is talking to Misty To like let her talk to uh, um, The Punisher But okay, whatever I, I don't mm-hmm. know what he's talking about Doesn't Maybe matter. he's
1: like a recurring character who's just always being arrested And where there's one of those guys' works I don't know
0: Possibly Oh, and uh, the last know. thing I have to say here About uh, this book Is um, Luke Cage's catchphrase uh, Sweet Christmas I like that he said that <laughs> Yeah. I like that catchphrase. <laughs> it's a good one, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it rolls off the tongue. Alright, that, that's all I got about this one. You got anything else?
1: Uh, Denny Moon Star and her new nickname is Mirage. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Got it. <laughs> I guess I'll try to watch Iron
0: Fist, if you say it's good.
1: I mean you don't have to, you don't have to do it like right away. You can take your time on that one, but I'd definitely check it out at some point.
0: Okay. Maybe I'll watch a couple of episodes later today then.
1: That's the spirit.
0: So, why don't we talk about Saga next? All right. All right. I know you are a big big fan, right?
1: So, I've gone overboard with my uh I'm so hooked on this series right now. I've gone overboard. I went to the comic book shop today solely because they were having a sale and I wanted to get every single issue of Saga. It mm-hmm. sold out of all of them except for volume eight. So instead I just bought a Funko pop of Prince robot, the fourth and every issue of Scott Pilgrim instead. But man, yeah, I, I have not been, I have not stopped reading this series.
0: How far are you yeah. in the oh, series? Either. Actually?
1: Um, I'm on issue seven or clutch and stuff right now. I just oh, finished okay. earlier today. Yeah.
0: Well, I I only read them when we read them for the book or for the <laughs> podcast.
1: I, I'm enjoying it too much. I can't stop.
0: Yeah, you seem like you're definitely going overboard. I,
1: I've already started collecting like all the stupid shit that they sell too. Like I bought a lion cat T-shirt. I've got all uh, the Funko pops except for Isabel. I found some like action figures on the Skybound website that I want to buy now. God damn it! <laughs> I need to stop.
0: For the audience here, Dave keeps sending me. Pictures of toys and shit from the series, so, so I've been, getting, I've been seeing a, them. There's a
1: talking stuffed animal of lying cat that when you press its collar, it just says lying. Like, that is the thing I want the most <laughs> into this world now. I need that. Yeah, but you,
0: yeah, you, you, don't, wanna, you don't want people calling you out on your lies,
1: like I said when we were talking earlier here. Like, no, I would not want a real-life lying cat. I'd be fucked. But I want yeah. toys of a lying cat and t-shirts. Things that can't call me out on all the blatant lies I spew every day. It is a cool cat. Yeah, and, and later on, I th- I thought it was in this issue. Maybe it wasn't, but they like show his home or her home life and her family. And there's like a pink one, and there's a red one, and a blue one, and a green one. Like they're all different colors too. It's awesome. Well, in this one, oh shit, I'm forgetting the
0: ghost girl. Is it Isabella?
1: Isabelle. Yeah.
0: Okay, Isabel. Isabel tries to scare the cat away when the cat comes into the lighthouse and like kinda of toward the end and um, makes the cat see uh like yeah, hallucinate okay, and this everything. One, What was it? Oh that was that's what you're talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Her, her biggest fear is that people will know that she was the runt of her litter.
0: Yeah. So they flash yeah, back so. to like
1: her and her mother is feeding them all and she's like the only one that can't get in there because she's the runt. And that's where all the other multicolored ones were. Or different colored ones.
0: I did like that part though, because the it was just kind of fun to see the lion cat just acting like a actual cat, you know, <laughs> like the 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 tail in the back kind of going up when it's scared and shit like that. Like you know what yep. I mean? <laughs> that was that was good. I like that
1: part. So uh, big big part in this one is the will finally uh-huh. gives the slave girl a name. They name her Sophie after his big sister, the brand.
0: Yeah, we learned that at the end, that that's the name of his big sister. Yeah, this one too the the will is stuck with uh, Gwendolyn and the uh, slave girl on this planet that makes them hallucinate and shit like that. So,
1: so this planet's the only uh, food source that's growing on this planet is heroin. So, they're all eating heroin and just like <laughs> tripping like crazy. And so, the will keeps seeing the stalk.
0: Yeah, the stock is telling him, like, stay here, or don't go anywhere. And, uh, Slave girl is, like, seeing her mother, and the mother is saying, like, oh, you have to murder the will and stuff. So she stabs the will in the neck.
1: Yeah. It's a problem.
0: Yeah, for sure. So that's kind of what's going on with them. I, I kind of, I did, I did enjoy that part, though.
1: I liked when the, uh, the, the repairmen, the repairmen come fix the will's ship. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I wrote it down here. Also, the repair guy, or no, no, the the repair guy says the will. How did you get uh, your ship all tore up like that? And the will goes, I forgot to mind my own business. And then later on, <laughs> Sophie like runs off into the woods, and he's like, Hey, did you see that? Where that little girl went? He's like, uh, No, I was busy over here just minding my own business. And I was like, Oh man, will should kill that guy for sure. I
0: did like that. Uh, those repair guys, they they're kind of funny. Like they were only there for like a couple panels, but it's like yeah, it was a, it was a, I enjoyed them there. The other thing, you know, after the Will gets stabbed in the neck, Gwendolyn decides they have to hurry up and find uh, Marco, right?
1: Yeah, because she thinks Marco could uh, help save him.
0: Right. So the Will's, what would you call that? His weapon, the whip thing.
1: The well, lancer is what they call it, or maybe they don't call it that yet. The lancer. They okay, might. Well. They might start calling it the lancer later on. All right. Gotcha.
0: Maybe. No spoiler, right?
1: Yeah. I'm not trying to give anything away here, but they might yeah, it's do that. not
0: a big deal. That thing's pretty cool. Yeah, that's an Wendland awesome figured out. Yeah, she figured out how to use it just like instantly and was just like very effective with it. It's kind of like a retractable whip, so you can like, it's like a sword handle, and you can like point it at people, and it'll uh, go around and stab people and shit like that. So it was, it was kind of cool. Uh, so that's what's going on with them. What else is going on in this book?
1: Uh, so they, they they kind of play like a version of like Shardy McDan- McDennis. At, oh, uh,
0: Dave! Fuck! At I-, I had that. <laughs> I wrote the same fucking thing. God damn <laughs> <laughs> it! Nice,
1: nice.
0: I was going to say that too. This the board game <laughs> seems like Shardy McDennis. That was in my notes.
1: <laughs> Nicely done.
0: Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> So they had like physical challenge, and, like, yeah, like his an arm chip. muscle,
1: uh, portion <laughs> of it. They had a suck yeah. out round. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was awesome. Nice. <laughs> Same reference. Um, so yeah, I like that they were sort of getting into why they were hanging out at, at that uh lighthouse with the author of that book. So I remember at the end of the last volume that we talked about, I didn't, I was like, why the fuck would they be at this lighthouse? So they're kind of getting into that a little more. So they're revealing more about why they they were there.
1: And it kind of seems like uh, Marco's mother is sort of falling for the author, heist.
0: Right. And uh, the author is like the Cyclops guy. And I liked when they first uh, meet him, he, he's like, he's Mr. Leahy drunk, which I was, I enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like the open robe and his tidy whiteys holding the bottle of liquor and shit. It's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> uh I miss I miss Mr. Leahy. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I guess this book was mostly just them sort of hanging out. Yeah, you know, they're just hanging out with Heist, they're hanging out with uh uh each other, taking care of a baby for how long were they there? How long did they say? I you don't can... have that noted. I okay, like I nervous. forgot to. But yeah, anyway, they're hanging out there until King Robot 4 shows up. You know, which we saw in the end of the last volume there. So, at one point, the robot gets uh, knocked out and has to reboot himself.
1: Yeah, yeah, he like broke or something and they have to reboot him.
0: And then, I guess if he reboots, he just turns into, like, a, I guess an a- appliance or something like that. Where you uh, just tell it's them like what a to mindless
1: do. drone, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, which was... <laughs> Interesting. He was trying to kill uh what's the grandmother's name? Marco's grandmother? Clara. Clara. So he tries to kill Clara and then you know once he gets knocked down they're just like, "Hey, get her out of here." And he's like, "I'm happy to help you." And he just carries her out. That's that's fucking really convenient. Yeah. I still don't understand this fucking robot. And I said the same thing when we talked about this before how he's like shitting and things like that and just I can't tell if he's a robot or a
1: human. So Wait until you read volume seven, because like there's. So I was gonna send you a picture of it, but mm-hmm. it's weird, so I didn't. But there's he's trying to masturbate. He's trying to masturbate, uh-huh. and like it's just a close-up panel of his dick, and it's a regular human dick. It's got like blue veins in it. It's Whoa. uh Rock hard, got regular looking dick, but everything wow. else about him is completely human looking, except for like his head. So. What the fuck? It's, it's a weird thing to figure out. They're just they're basically human bodies just with the uh, robot heads. But they're
0: but they can be rebooted and shit. And then they're they're a computer.
1: I mean, I don't, it's not like a it's not like a human dick. It's like a robot version of a, the human dick.
0: What, what do you mean? Is there he, like wires and shit? His
1: body isn't gears. His body's not human. No, there's no gears or anything that are poking out, but. I mean, I'm under the impression that it's just an alien version of a, a robot. So, like, he's not a he's not a human like you or I. He's uh-huh. just got all the regular same parts we would have. So, but he's still like an alien robot. Okay, I gotcha. I, I guess if you cut open like his stomach or something, you would probably see like guts. Well, no, because oh, what well, would you see? Wires? Because right, later on, because later on something happens, and you do see one bleed. What what color is so the blood? Is it like oil? Color. It's blue. It's blue.
0: It's blue. So maybe it's like oil blood. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really don't understand that whole race of people in in this story here. The TV head people. Um, I also so the robots will masturbate then. So can he just watch porn on his face? And then yeah, use that's that? what he keeps
1: doing. Is he's, he's flipping through different. I don't know if he, like, I don't know what it is. He's just flipping through different images that pop up on his face, and he's kind of having at it that way.
0: Okay. That's convenient. Yeah. Like, is he looking in the mirror when he's doing that so he can see it?
1: No, he's just laying in a bed trying to be able to masturbate and failing. Oh, man. He's he's going through some issues later on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Not to to uh, spoil anything. Yeah, well, we'll find out. We'll try to figure out this uh, robot thing once and for all at some point.
1: Uh, we meet. We meet Upshur and Doff, the uh, reporters. Oh right, yeah, we're following these uh, journalists around. Or one's one's a journalist and one's a photographer. They're in a couple together. Yeah, and they they said the F word there. And was gonna I was just going
0: to say. So keeping, what's the name of this writer again?
1: Brian Vaughn. Brian K. Vaughn.
0: Brian Vaughn. So keeping keeping with his uh, style. That we've seen out of him <laughs> dropping F-bombs more and more. But apparently also drawing dicks on robots.
1: But I mean, Marco has like what appears to be a regular penis, and Lena has regular looking human-woman boards, even though they're aliens. Yeah, that's true.
0: He's drawing all kinds of anatomy. But yeah, as far as those uh, journalist guys go, they just kind of popped up out of, out of nowhere. Do they ever do anything more with them?
1: Yeah, they'll, they'll come back later on. They're just, they're just kind of trying to research like, to see if there's any truth to the rumor that uh, someone from Landfall married and willingly had a child with someone from the moon.
0: But then the, uh, the brand comes and shoots them with poison that will kill them if they ever talk about it again. That was one of the Still. other
1: notes I had and wanted to make sure we mentioned is Sweet Boy, the yeah. brand's sidekick. He's a giant St. Bernard but he kind of like sneezes darts that'll knock you out. Or like in this case, they were laced with this special poison that if they ever mention this story again to anyone, they'll immediately die from the poison. Like it somehow only activates if they do this one thing she says they can't do.
0: And again, like I I said this before, but just the magic thing, they always just have a magical, very specific fix for every problem, which which is just silly, I think.
1: I had a note also about uh, right before that happened when uh, they called the freelancer's agent, they called the will's agent and they were like, I want to hire the best freelancer available, but the will was Mm -hmm. still missing. And he pulls out his emergency contact list. And the first person on there is his mother who's crossed out, which we assume means dead. His uncle Steve is crossed out. And it says the brand only in the case that I'm dead. So that's why they call her. Oh, okay. Gotcha.
0: So, I also wanted to know if all of the assassin people have to have a pet of some sort.
1: They're called freelancers, Donnie. Um, oh, sorry. Freelancers. No, no, they're not pets. They're, they're sidekicks. But the, the oh. Stalk didn't have anything or anyone. Right?
0: The Stalk was the spider lady? Yeah, but she was half spider, so she's like kind of has one already, because she's a but, spider human.
1: Why wouldn't she not... she's, a, she's one creature. I mean she didn't have a sidekick creature with her though. That's
0: true. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was you know, the the will has a cat, the, the brand has a dog. Uh um, I, I, I wish I the stock had like
1: a little bunny or something cute like that.
0: Oh yeah, that'd be good. You know, contrast the ugly spider thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, that'd be pretty good. Like the bunny doesn't even do anything, it's just a bunny.
1: That'd be <laughs> yeah. that'd be fine. It's just it's just her meal later.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Uh, so, so I had one last note here, and it was just because it was one of the most touching moments ever. So uh, when, they're, when the Will and Gwen and uh, Sophie are all on that planet, Sophie and Lioncat are sitting there, and it's, Sophie's saying that uh, because she was a sex slave, even though it wasn't by choice, that she's Ooh. dirty on the inside and that she's a bad person because of that, and then Lioncat just yeah. looks at her and says, Lying, that's like the sweetest fucking moment ever. Yeah, very, very touching
0: touching yeah There's also on the uh cover the of the 18th issue there's a pretty good bloody lion cats cover oh okay so that might must enjoy. have been the one that i saw yeah i think it i think it I might have been it's just if like it was a, or not it was a close-up on lion cats lion cats face and blood around the mouth
1: okay yeah yeah did it look like it was about to pounce on something no
0: it was just like it was a it was only a close-up of the face it didn't really look like oh. it was pouncing. It was just kind of okay. So,
1: so this is a later chapter, then I think.
0: Okay, yeah, it might be because it wasn't going to pounce on anything, but it was cool. Yeah,
1: Lioncat's awesome. Yeah, for sure. I also like. I don't think it, I don't know if it started happening here or not, but Sophie always calls it LC instead of Lion Cat.
0: I think I I saw LC a couple of times there, so yeah. But yeah, I think uh, overall, though, this this uh, volume it, it wasn't so action packed or anything. It was a. Uh, a lot of sitting around like, and playing Shardy one Knowing, knowing
1: what's going to happen next, it's yeah. sort of like in the series of a uh, TV show in the middle yeah. of a season when they have way too many episodes that they have to fill out in a yeah. season. It's kind of like one of those editions where it's just kind of like trying to stretch out for a couple episodes before the, everything sure. like, jumps off. Because going forward, yeah. there's never going to be a single moment like this again. So... It's a lot of shit hitting the fan soon.
0: Yeah, they were implying that at the end of this volume, too. So, yeah, yeah, I'm expecting big things here. But yeah, this one was a bit of a lull, but it wasn't bad. I did still enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on, it had Shardy McDennis in it, so you know it's good.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Shardy McDennis, we had Lion Cat, we had uh, People Getting Stabbed in the Neck, Devil Dog, Mr. Leahy Drunk. Yeah, it was good. (laughs) Yeah, fuck yeah. So yeah, it had this, we still there's still quite a bit in here, so I think it was worth it. Oh, and the those bone bugs in the be, in the beginning, they have something called bone bugs that will like reanimate skeletons, and it bites off uh, Clara's ear like immediately. Yeah, yeah, I almost <laughs> forgot too. It was in my notes though. That fucking sucks, man. You just get your ear bit off. She doesn't seem to think it's a big deal, but I think it's a big
1: deal. Yeah, I mean, I would not be thrilled about that.
0: Yeah, I'd be much more pissed than she was. She took it very well.
1: <laughs> she did. I mean, she has seen war.
0: But her ears are enormous too. What kind of ears would you compare that to? It's, it's like sort a, of like
1: goat ears or something.
0: Yeah, something like that. How they like they come out like really far and everything. So it's very noticeable. But she, you know, I feel like she's never lost an ear, so she wasn't upset about it at all. I'd be more upset.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, but she's been to war. She's. She's seen some shit, so, you know, it takes a little bit more to freak her out, I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess so. All right, anything else?
1: No, no, that was everything I had written down on this one.
0: All right, cool. Well, let's move on to the last one, then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I said in the, be- in the beginning here, I think this one's going to be a bit of a doozy here. We're talking about Dark Knight's Metal. So, I started reading this book, Dave, and the very first panel says uh, 50,000 years ago. And then I stopped reading and I came back to it later. <laughs> <So in the laughs> very first panel, I'm just like, oh, fuck. And I just stopped reading at the first panel 50,000 years ago. How could I possibly
1: fucking care? You need that pretext. You need to know what was going yeah. on way, way back then. Yeah.
0: So in this in this book, you know, it's called Metal. They say metal so many times. And in the second issue, I wish I had counted how many times they said metal. <laughs> but I didn't want to go back to the first issue. so. But they're saying it constantly. They're talking about uh, metal core of the Earth. They're talking about nth metal, high metal, heavy metal, hidden metal. I wrote down a few of these. Reactive metal. There's all this fucking stupid metal shit they're talking about. Oh, the yep. final metal. The final metal, which is Batmanium. <laughs> this is fucking yeah. yeah. Stupid.
1: Batmanium. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, <laughs> I immediately have to apologize for this one. Alright, so yeah. I was under the impression... The Dark Knight series was supposed to be because there's there's like three or four of them, and I thought that each one of them was like a team up type storyline of uh, heroes and villains that don't normally like interact together, just being forced onto like teams to try and save the earth. And uh, that is absolutely not at all what the fuck happened in this one. Like it's like this weird version of like Venomverse, only involving Batman where there's like infinite evil Batman and they're trying to take over and sink the normal earth one, to uh, make it evil. Like it, it's, I don't even know what's going on. It's just, it was not what I thought it was at all.
0: I think this is the problem with a lot of the DC books and also the DC movies. They cast this like enormous net where they need to have like a thousand cosmic nine 11s happening all at once. It's it's so big, like, the scope of this story that no one can possibly understand what the fuck is going on. They're like, Oh, we're gonna sink you into this alternate dimension that's dark, and you can't do anything because of the dark, but this metal can make the darkness go away, and it's all because of Batman, this rich guy. I have no idea what the fuck Wait, is going on in this.
1: There was there was a prelude book. Called like uh Road to Dark Knights Metal, I think it was, or something like that. Yeah. Um, no, I have to apologize for not having us read that one or not telling you about it <laughs> beforehand. Cause
0: no, I I I as I, I read as, as it. As was like
1: halfway it. through this one, I was like, oh fuck this. I should just go maybe stop and like read that thing just so I know what the hell they're talking about. But I was uh-huh. like, uh, ah, it's so bad. I don't want to read more of it. I just want to get it over with.
0: Yeah, that's that's kinda what I was doing. I'm just like, okay, I just gotta push through here. Yeah, I think uh, with with these DC books too, like they're so fucking wordy. They're explaining all of these like impossible nonsense, like constantly. The explanations don't really help because I don't know what what the fuck anything means. <laughs> I don't know where anyone is at any time in this book. I don't know who's supposed to be doing what or why they're doing it at all. It's uh, nonsense.
1: Yeah, I I mean. I've been liking everything they've been doing with the, uh, the new 52 for the most part, except for this. Like this was the next level of bad. Like, Oh God. Like the, the costumes that all the evil Batman wore were supposed to be like of other characters. But that one uh, main one who was in like the weird bondage costume for yeah. some reason. Like, yeah, was so weird. I was calling him. I don't I know. I was calling why. him bondage Batman. <laughs> like what the fuck?
0: I wish that they went with the, uh, sexual fetish angle for all the Batman. So I wanted to see like balloon fetish Batman, that would be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? I want to see one that's
1: hanging himself while jerking off.
0: Yeah, uh autoerotic asphyxiation Batman would be good. Uh he can hang himself from like his cape and shit, like just <laughs> that'd be pretty good. <laughs> you can have like cuck Batman who brings his wife everywhere and has people to <laughs> bang his wife or whatever. That'd be pretty good. He'd be like a real skinny guy or something like that. Um, they should have just went all in with that, and I would have been more entertained. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Yeah. The, the Batman were they pretty missed, ridiculous. They missed the boat there. Oh yeah, they really fucked
1: up. I, I want to see Bear Batman. Oh fuck, yeah. Bear <laughs> Batman. Like an awesome badass handlebar mustache. On. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. He has like a hairy chest and everything. Maybe just, he doesn't wear a shirt hairy just to show off the hair. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just a fat hairy dude. Yeah.
0: Gonna <laughs> have power bottom Batman.
1: Oh man, like this sounds like a series I would like to read.
0: I would, I would read that one. <laughs> it's stupid, but at least I can, you know, have fun with it here. Yeah. Okay, and uh, in the very first issue, they open up with uh, the Justice League wearing metal armor that makes them not super powered.
1: Yeah, and there was like a weird like Voltron. I don't know what the fuck any of that tie in was. Like, it well. Didn't... Have anything to
0: do? Well, Dave, it wasn't a I, it wasn't a Voltron. I think it was a Justice League Zord, is what it was. So that's what I wrote yeah, in my it, notes. It
1: absolutely wasn't a power. It definitely wasn't a uh, Voltron because there were no line base forms. <laughs>
0: what the fuck was going on with that? Why? Why the fuck would that do that? I don't understand what's going on in this book. I don't,
1: I don't know. Like they're just randomly on apocalypse, and Darkseid has them in like a gladiator style arena. And the Toy Master is some for some reason there on Apocalypse with him as his like right hand side buddy, and yeah. the Toy Master made these like super powered monster things that are completely just dominating them. And then Batman finds like a special lever you have to, let it sort of eat you before you can pull it, and then it'll turn into a Megazord for you. <laughs> All those are called.
0: Yeah, Megazord. Good job. Uh, the
1: Power Ranger thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs>
1: okay. yeah and then like in chapter two like none of that is ever referenced ever the fuck again i don't know yeah. like what the hell that was maybe that was like the conclusion of the tie-in prelude book but i don't know why it would end right there and then just never be brought up again i don't know what yeah. the fuck was going on i think in order to actually know like everything that's happening in this god awful book we would have to read the entire like all the like spinoffs, like all the four of them and all the previews. And I don't want to do that. I do not want to redo that.
0: No, fuck that. I'm not going to read any more of this. <laughs> I, I'm fine. There. Never
1: knowing what the fuck was supposed to be going on. <laughs> as opposed to reading more of this. Like it was that fucking bad.
0: I like that. Uh, dark. What's his name? Dark side, right?
1: Dark side. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, dark side was explaining what those, what that armor was doing. It's like, Oh, the Flash is wearing an anti-vibrating boots, so now he can't run around. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then he said something about Wonder Woman. They, he just puts like this gold snake on Wonder Woman's boobs, and I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's like, oh, and then we have a blah blah blah. There's like just nonsense words, and then it's like just showing the snake on Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't so even I guess, know why.
1: They, I don't know why the yeah. fuck that was even included in this like collection. Like it was so out of place and had
0: nothing to do with the rest of the fucking story. They were wearing metal armor, so I think maybe that's what was going on.
1: Okay. I guess.
0: Yeah. And uh, Darkseid Dark Side does come back, but he's a baby? Why? Oh yeah, I forgot about
1: the baby dark side.
0: Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Why was he a baby?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
0: And he's just like carrying him around like he's an item in a video game that you collect. And like you yeah. don't see the baby, yeah. And, and he's just like, "Oh, I have baby Darkseid."
1: Just he was he was carrying it around as if it was like a, a lawn gnome version of a baby Darkseid, but it was supposed to be an actual like baby, living baby. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this thing was so fucking bad.
0: It reminded me of that uh, that episode of Rick and Morty when they're watching interdimensional cable, <laughs> like just the random nonsense improv bullshit things just one after the other it was really it was really difficult to get through this book
1: going back to your point about the metal before mm-hmm. i didn't know if it was supposed to be like elemental metals or like metal like music because they do tie them both in together all throughout this like they're making uh batman has that kryptonite glove that he calls five finger the five finger death punch, yeah. <laughs> yeah which yeah, has all the did. different crypt, uh, uh colors of kryptonite on it yeah and then like there's also a scene where uh Uh, The super kids, Uh, Damien and uh, John are in a rock band together, jamming out in like some weird hallucination dream thing. I don't, it was so fucking dumb. Like they're trying to tie in every sort of elemental metal and like music and none of it worked. Like it was so bad.
0: At the end, they're saying like, oh, we all have a little bit of metal in us. And it actually reminded me of a metalocalypse, the uh, very first episode of that show. Nathan Explosion says, "We will make everything metal blacker than the blackest black times infinity," and uh, it reminded me a lot of
1: that. The, uh, the the one big note I had here was just um, when they paired up like Deathstroke and Aquaman, and they had to go into Atlantis to search for whatever that special metal was. All the shitty like puns Deathstroke kept making. Like, uh, Deathstroke yeah. is supposed to be like their badass like monster killer. Villain character, but he's just kind of acting like Deadpool here, like doing all these god awful like puns. Uh, What was the one? Murder, M-E-R-D-E-R, murder.
0: Yeah, he's like more like murder, (laughs) (laughs) mermaid.er Another Death Clock song. Oh God! And he said, uh, "Oh, that's just ancient fishery." Yeah, that was the fuck. Yep, (laughs) that was the worst one. God damn! I remember. Yeah. Uh, stupid. Uh,
1: and then they, they brought back Starro the Conqueror that stupid giant starfish thing <laughs> with the mind control yeah.
0: yeah I was like what the fuck is this stupid ass fish or starfish
1: and then alright so after after that like uh, Megazord chapter yeah. which is never referenced again like the first uh-huh. chapter is what I'm considering this next part um, they go into that wherever the fuck it is and they find like the uh, people like sleeping in that cocoon stasis pad or whatever it is yeah and there's the android there red tornado who's actually a member of the justice league in most versions and shows and cartoons of the justice league but in this okay. for some reason they don't fucking know him at all have no idea who he is and then the lady who brought them there to that island kendra she's a lady or she's Hawkwoman or Hawkgirl, whatever her name is hawk girl and Oracle okay. and Hawkman are also like regular full-time Justice League members who they all know and are friends with but they're all acting like Batman was the only one who's ever met her before I don't know it was just a lot of shit that didn't make sense and yeah I don't know I I, I did like though when she turned evil and she became Lady Blackhawk that was such a badass looking costume
0: yeah, some of the costumes do look badass in this. They're very metal. The main bad guy, Barbados. Were you saying yeah. Barbados <laughs> I, or Barbatos?
1: I would say Barbados because I just <laughs> because it's stupid. Yep.
0: Yeah, he looked badass. He's like a giant Grim Reaper version of Batman, which did yeah, look that pretty cool. metal. That guy was cool. So metal. So I did kind of enjoy that bad guy. I think like in one of, in the middle here when he's like torturing Superman or whatever, making him fail again and again and again for like 30 years i thought that was pretty cool but that was about it after that it's just like okay nothing nothing else is very cool about this yep yeah
1: oh uh i think i'm gonna rate this one as a hard pass save yourself the time
0: yeah don't read it i i agree it's a uh, incredibly stupid and at the end they're like saying oh like this changes everything like now because the dark world is gone we have more worlds to explore and everything you know it's like i was saying earlier it's just it's too big what the fuck does any of that even mean why the fuck would anything work that way yeah so like it seems like it'll have consequences in the future so i guess we'll hear about it more and more if we read more justice league stuff yep all right, <laughs> all right. anything anything else about this one
1: uh no not really so yeah don't read it yeah hard pass yeah fuck it Unless you actually did read it and all the tie-ins and you actually know what the fuck was going on, especially with that Megazord out of nowhere chapter, comment and let us know and explain everything to us because we we're completely lost.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm not going to research this. I, it, it, took, it took me so fucking long to finish these books. I'm tired of it. But yeah, if you guys want to get a hold of us, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, Giraffe's HBT pod on Twitter and Facebook. So, contact us there.
1: Yeah. Definitely leave a comment somewhere for us.
0: Yeah, we want to know what's going on. What do you guys think about these shitty books? Well, I guess they weren't all shitty. But, that that metal one, it's like, you know, again. I I read this one, I think I read Carnage, and then I read this one. And then, the ones after this one, it felt like, very small and insignificant, you know what I mean? After they're like, having that whole reality-changing
1: Back-to-back, not great choices right there. You needed a buffer in the middle, I think.
0: I know, yeah. But it made uh, Defenders and, what was the other one, Saga, much easier to read for me. Oh, <laughs> I flew through that. those ones, <laughs> yeah. Those ones were, were very simple and enjoyable, and I,
1: I had a good time. So they can't all be winners, so, you know, fifty. we, we batted 50% this time. Right. Two, bits, two misses, I guess. That's true.
0: That kind of brings us into next time here. So we're going to do a little bit of a
1: change here. Yeah, format change. Get ready. All right, what are we doing then? In two weeks' time, we're going to just read all of the remaining Saga series up through Volume 8. Because Volume 9 is coming out shortly around the time when that episode will be recording, so we won't have access to it yet. So we're not including Volume 9. We're going from Volume 4 through 8 all caught up on Saga. But in the week before that, we're doing something else as well. Why don't you explain that part? All
0: right, so uh, what we're going to do here is um, we're going to have a try doing a weekly episode with these uh, comic book things. So what we'll do is we'll, I'll pick a book, Dave will pick a book, and we'll just read those two and talk about them every week. So, yeah, hopefully that'll put us on a good schedule here. I'm thinking the day will probably be Thursday or Friday is when I'll release the episodes. so we usually record Monday or Tuesday. So that'll give me a little bit of time to get everything together. And, um, yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm excited. Weekly episodes are good.
1: So yeah, so yeah, we'll have a try. Everyone will have to get, get their stuff read the day we release these and tell you what we're reading for the next episode. So you can get your comments in and your questions in on time because I know you're going to want to send this shit and have us mention it and answer your questions on here. If for sure, yeah. Is there any indication.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> that being said, here, uh, what book do you want to read for next week?
1: Oh goddamn it! Um,
0: do you want me to go first?
1: Okay.
0: Okay. So the, what I what I want to read is uh, I I found this. Well, there there's some website about top comic books from recent years here. Um, And one of them was the Flintstones. Okay? So, Dave, I'm sending you a photo, and I want you to describe it for us.
1: Oh, whoa.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So Um, what do you
1: see? (laughs) So, like, it looks like it's kind of like a live-action movie that they did, like, at the end of the 90s, early 2000s, when, like, John Goodman played Fred. Or it just (laughs) looks like it was, like, the follow-up version where, like, they couldn't afford... Famous actors, so they hired like just some shitty knockoff John Goodman and like knockoff <laughs> versions of the actual cast. It's, it's, yeah, it's a, a, weird, a weird fucking cover.
0: Yeah, like they, they drew Fred Flintstone like very strong and handsome in these books. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like a realistic art style for the Flintstones. No, yeah, when I was going through that list, I, I just saw the cover and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I guess I have to read this one. So, let's read the first volume of that one.
1: Awesome. And it's done by DC. That's weird. Oh, uh, It is, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's a DC comic. I think uh, it'll be interesting, so let's read that one.
1: Okay. That looks cool. Cool artwork. There's, There's a weird thing going on here with Pebbles that I'm still confused by. Is this, like, her hair? It's like a random, like, chicken leg or something, like, just kind of covering one eye. I don't know if it's something that they, like, Drew over Fred's shoulder? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me take a look at this photo <laughs> yeah, again. pull this up, because it's really weird. I have no idea oh. what the hell it is.
0: Oh, yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah, Pe- uh, Pebbles is a teenager in this, by the way, it seems. So, it's because
1: it looks I like her hair is going up, and I, I'm wondering, is it like hanging down, yeah. covering one eye?
0: Yeah, that's, weird. that's what it looks like to me. It's a it's a wacky hairstyle.
1: Okay. I wasn't sure if it was just like a random item just illustrated out of a place or something. And I like that uh uh what's his wife's name? Wilma. Wilma. It's like the falconer. She's just got a uh, giant yeah. bird on her arm perched there.
0: It's like a pelican. <laughs> <laughs> alright,
1: alright, yeah. This looks awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for this one. It it's it looks really wacky and pretty awesome. Um I hope that the animals talk and say things like it's a living and shit like that. Like, hopefully, they that carries over.
1: <laughs> oh man,
0: the better. Yeah, they. Yeah, seriously. What do you want to read?
1: Um, shit, I can't follow that one up. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. All right, so uh, here's one I haven't read yet, but I've been wanting to check out. We'll read the uh, we'll read the X Men Red because I think that one just came out. That was the one. That was the new. Team led by Gene Gray, who's now somehow back from the dead, like the actual adult version of Gene Gray is. This is her X Men team and her idea for an X Men squad. So check that one out. Okay. It's on that good. website. It's on that website because I read the prelude issue on there.
0: Oh, on that website, readcomiconline.to.
1: The one that we would never suggest people go to and pirate comic books from. But yes, readcomicsonline.to.
0: Yeah. To, um, and then it's actually it's actually I think last time uh, we we warned people against going there. I said it was read comics online, but it's actually just read comic To so definitely avoid that website and uh, yeah, pay you, for you all your You guys can go books. to
1: readcomicsonline.com all you want. That's fine. We support that. It's just this yeah. readcomiconline.to. To don't do that one. Go buy your comics.
0: Yeah, definitely. You got to support the creators. Art. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, speaking of paying for your arts, follow us on Patreon at patreoncom slash tongues. Well, segways, <laughs> segways How <about> yeah.
1: That?
0: <laughs> We've learned. Do Do you think it ruins the segue when we talk about the segways? <laughs> Not
1: at all. No, no. It's, it's like uh, putting out our non-flaw. This one time, it's a good thing. We're it's like, like a yeah, touchdown. To yeah, yeah. It's our it's our celebration dance,
0: basically. Yeah, a touchdown celebration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, anyway. So, next week we are going to read The Flintstones, Volume One, and X-Men Red. Is it also Volume One?
1: Yeah, it's Volume One. I don't know what the actual subtitle of it is but yeah, Volume One.
0: Alright. Yeah, the Flintstones one, there's no subtitle, but um no volume
1: one is just issue one to six awesome do all the uh, do the all the uh, following like share subscribe review rate rate five out of yeah. five if you go under five you're wasting our time and yours <laughs> follow everyone on twitter at elevonowski at t student at jurassus pod on twitter and facebook thank you daniel burbank once again for the intro Follow him on the SoundCloud at soundcloud.com
0: and we'll see you next week.
1: <laughs> yeah. Bye.
0: That fucking metal shit,
1: man. It's still fucking bad. Someone, I, I really hope someone wastes their time and actually like reads that entire series and explains it to us. Because I, I, I'm curious what the fuck was supposed to be the point of it, and what was going on. But I am never, ever, ever going near any of those books again.